Hello, everyone. Welcome to Second Wife Life Podcast. I am your host, Carly Tate Williams. I have been a mom since 2015 and a bonus mom and second wife since 2019. This podcast will provide my personal experience with blended family and co-parenting struggles, encouragement that you are not alone, and plenty of laughs along the way. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Second Wife Life Podcast. This is episode seven, and today we are going to talk about being the easy target. To no one's surprise, stepmoms get a bad rap. We've all thought it before about someone we have met because our society has pre-programmed us to think this. And I'm talking about from the time that we're, you know, young kids. Whether it be a friend's stepmom you knew growing up, or maybe a lady at your parents' work, evil stepmoms are portrayed in so many movies and shows we watched growing up. So one TV stepmom that I always think of is Barbara Jean from Reba. She wasn't the stereotypical evil stepmom. She was a good representation of a stepmom on TV. She got a hard time from so many people being Brock's second wife. I mean, yes, Brock did cheat on Reba with Barbara Jean, but she was great to the kids and her biggest goal was for Reba to accept and love her. She loved Reba and she just wanted acceptance back from her. But from the general public and sometimes people in her own family, they would degrade her and make fun of her for being a second wife and a stepmom. All that to say, we're the easy targets and the super easy one to place any blame on. A majority of the time, I'm able to brush it off and not worry about it. Why would I expect someone who doesn't like me to not blame me for things? That would be like expecting your dog to suddenly pick up the pooper scooper and clean the yard. Don't disappoint yourself. Many of the conversations I've been having lately with my fellow stepmoms have been centered around always being the one that others blame for any problem that arises. Your child forgets his homework? Oh, must be that stepmom. I knew she didn't care about his or her school. Child gets in trouble at school? No wonder they're acting different. Too much time around that evil woman. Or my personal favorite. My ex never acted like this before she came along. What? Setting boundaries and standing up for himself? Yeah, I guess I'll take the blame for that one. But the reality is, stepmoms are the easy target. We did not previously exist in the dynamic. So of course, if something doesn't go according to plan or how someone else thinks it should be, we are the first ones to take the brunt of the blame. As I've said before, I'm a bonus mom and a bio mom. And from the bio mom standpoint, I can say with absolute confidence that it would be easier to always blame the new girl in the picture. But I also know that's not true. Well, most of the time. You can't really argue that point if someone is talking trash on social media. But if you don't see concrete proof, stop blaming the stepmom. So for the bio moms out there, listen. You know your ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, whatever the situation was. You know their tendencies and how they are as a person in general. Do people change? Sure. People can also change with their environment and grow over time. Or go the opposite way and go downhill over time. So if your ex is in a supportive and loving environment, they're going to grow and thrive in ways that you may not have seen before. So yeah, maybe their behavior is going to change because of the bonus mom. And that change in that positive way is only going to benefit your child. However, if your ex is in a toxic situation, they can also get worse. Reading the room is important here. So stop making the stepmom an easy target. All I'm saying is you need to take the emotion out of it. You will know in your heart, if you're keeping your heart pure, who is to blame. So 
to all my stepmoms, bonus moms. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you know what it feels like to be the easy target. It sucks. The thing that keeps me sane is when I remember, how can I really expect someone who does not like me to say good things about me? It comes with the territory, unfortunately. Being a bonus mom means growing a thicker skin. It doesn't matter what other people think. The people that know you and the people that matter in your life won't be listening to what she says. And I guarantee you her circle of people and the people that she's talking to aren't relevant in your life anyways. Growing up, and still to this day, my parents always use the phrase, kill them with kindness. Is it hard to do? Sometimes, most of the time. But other times, use it as motivation and it makes it easier. I think that's the best piece of advice. In my experience, I have also gone back and forth on this, but majority of the time, this is my driving force. For example, if you have ever worked in customer service, it is the number one weapon. My dad was so good at it, and I'm going to toot my own horn and say I got pretty dang good at it too. (laughs) The general public is ruthless. In customer service and to stepmoms. And now it's the trend for people to think that service workers are somehow below them, and I will never understand that. Okay, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite astonishing stories about things people would say to me at work. So I'm on the front counter at work. And for those of you who don't know me personally, my family owned seven auto centers, seven tire and auto centers. We grew from one tiny store in downtown Bartlesville and grew it to seven successful stores in the area. Very proud of my family and all of our employees. Let me also add, it's pretty rare to have a female work in a tire and auto store already. So I did not want to flaunt the fact that my dad was an owner. And to be honest, it made me really uncomfortable to do so. So like introducing myself, I didn't say my last name because our last name was part of the business name. I wanted my customers to know that my knowledge came from my personal hard work and growth, not just someone assuming I get whatever I wanted because I'm an owner's daughter. So my, my parents very much me, my brother and I earn everything we had and I respect them for that so much. All that to be said, it's really hard being a girl out there. Okay. So I had to use every advantage that I could in sales. It was also one of my favorites when a customer would walk in and brush me off asking to help them because I was a girl only for them to go over to one of my coworkers who was a male. And then eventually that male call me over to help them for assistance. There's truly nothing better, but okay. My story, my customer service story. So there was a new restaurant that opened up across the street from the shop. It was like a sandwich and tea place. So a lady dropped her car off and said she would be back after getting lunch. And I knew that she was walking wherever she was going. So she comes back when her car is ready. And I asked where she ate. And she told me the new place across the street. To which I said, oh, how was it? I've been wanting to try that out. This lady says, with the most emotionless expression, it was really good, but I highly doubt you could afford to eat there since you work here. But I'm sorry, what? Like I almost laughed because I was so astonished that she actually said that. I also wanted to add like $15 to her bill since I hadn't told her the total yet. Totally joking, I wouldn't do that. But I could have said something snarky back and it might have felt good in the moment, but what would that do? It would just feel good for the moment. And then she probably wouldn't want to come back and do business with us. And she definitely wouldn't want to do business with me. So what did I do? I killed her with kindness. I said something along the lines of, yeah, I bet it would be a nice treat to get myself lunch from there or something like that. And I said, I hope you really enjoyed it. And we went about our conversation. There's no need to be rude and snarky when you can just 
swallow it and make the rest of the interaction nice. And that in a nutshell, I feel like is being a bonus mom and a co-parent. And man, I have hours worth of stories like that. But the womanizing ones are honestly my favorite. But that's not why we're here. My point in telling you that story is just to say, when having to deal with people who are not easy to deal with, but you have to deal with them, it's just better to kill them with kindness. I also think it is better to look crazy for being so nice than giving them any additional ammo to not like you. Because I promise you this, if they don't like you, you could do the most thoughtful thing and they will find something negative in there. So it just doesn't matter what they think. I also know that putting on a front 24-7 and killing them with kindness can get exhausting. So here's a tip for that. When you are exhausted and can't mentally take it anymore, just step away. You don't always have to make yourself known or present or involved. By involved, I don't mean involved with your stepkid. I mean involved with any co-parents. I have sat away from the other party, my my ex-husbands or my ex, and it's okay to not engage or not say hi. It's okay to just be, to just exist in your own little bubble. It's not rude. Now, don't get me wrong. You can absolutely make it rude if you're just ignoring people. So it's a fine line. Just do what you can as you can. You'll never regret being nice. And I tell myself this over and over. So I do have a confession to make. A few weeks ago, after dealing with some just really horrible co-parenting drama, I convinced myself that I needed to quit this podcast. I told myself, what's even the freaking point? I have so many issues. How in the world am I going to get on here and be someone to encourage people? How am I supposed to do that when I can't even encourage myself or navigate my own situations? Imposter syndrome. Felt like a hypocrite. Felt like a really big hypocrite. And then, a couple hours later, a couple hours later of throwing myself a big, huge pity party and... Feeling sorry for myself, I receive a message from a fellow bonus mom. And she told me, thank you for putting yourself out there and sharing your podcast. It helps me so much. When I tell you, I teared up reading that. And it's not because I need a pat on the back. It just reminded me that everything that I am going through, everything that I am feeling is normal. And it just reminded me of the whole reason I started doing it in the first place. It is to share my story, my experiences, and any little tidbit that helps me along the way. There is power in knowing that you are not alone. And that message to me was telling me that I was not alone. I don't know if I actually would have quit because I'm pretty stubborn, but I definitely don't think about quitting things very often. So when I do, it means I'm going through some things, some big things. So thank you. Thank you to anyone who sends me a message. And has sent me a message. Whether it's about a topic I discussed on an episode. And you message me and we talk about it. A message about what you're struggling with. Or even if it's just a response to like a story I posted on Facebook or Instagram. It just helps to know that you're not alone. I'm not alone. And you're not alone. So if you've listened to all my previous episodes. Hopefully you know that this podcast has never ever been about airing our dirty laundry. Or bad-mouthing people. Any story or situation I tell on here is from friends, stories I've been sent, and yes, sometimes based on my own stories. And sometimes I don't need to just flat out say, this happened to me. But things will get mentioned on here, if that makes sense. Because I'm not trying to call anyone out. 
But if you're in a situation where you have to co-parent with high conflict people, oh boy, this also throws another wrench in there. And it just plain sucks again because it's a whole other ball game to play. And again, I'm not airing dirty laundry, but I am going to state some facts. And my reality is I do have to co-parent with a high conflict person. And it is awful. High conflict people will also use your kindness as a weak vantage point. So if this is you, err on the side of caution. I'm finding as time continues to respond and react without any emotion, good or bad. Now there is a difference of responding with empathy versus emotion. And so that's what I try to do. Empathetically respond, but also make it very cut and dry. You state what you need and you move on. Put up your boundary and stick to them. And when you first put a boundary in place, you're going to get a lot of kickback because they don't like that. They like playing by their rules. Why should they have to adhere to your boundary? It's part of it. So I'm really hoping with time that gets better. My lawyer also told me that block button is within your parenting rights, so use it when you need it. Best advice he has given me in the last few years. Just kidding. Well, not really. He hasn't really had to give me any advice the last few years. My lawyer's the freaking bomb. He's a really expensive bomb, but I'm glad I have him. All of this to say, I think I'll be highlighting more of my experience in dealing with a high conflict ex because it's my story to tell and I know I'm not the only one. Speaking of boundaries, it is really hard to set one. I am by nature a people pleaser. I want everyone to be happy, which I think is part of the problem with my co-parenting journey thus far. I've recently had to look back through years of conversations and I can without a doubt, without a single doubt, know that I always did what was best for my son as far as scheduling goes. Without going into detail, I have been way too lax and too giving of my own schedule. And because of this, it's now clear I've been taken advantage of. So now that I've put a boundary into place, I have to stick to it. And it's really uncomfortable right now. I don't like tension or feelings of ill will. Or just knowing someone is so upset with me. Even though I could truly care less what this person thinks about me, don't care what they say about me. They are so irrelevant for my life. I literally do not care an ounce, but it still bothers me. But I'm trying to learn to get over that feeling. Setting a boundary is hard and sticking to them, at least at first, is uncomfortable and really difficult. I'm hoping that gets easier with time. So I'll let you know how that goes. To close today, I want to end with a verse that I have read and repeated to myself many, many times. It's from Romans. Romans is great. Um, So it's Romans 12, 19 through 21. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. To me, that also says, kill them with kindness. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. So all you can do is hope that with time and you killing them with kindness, that things will change. It's what I'm going to continue to believe and continue to pray that that happens. I also want to add this. I was on, I think it was Facebook. I was on Facebook the other day scrolling and I came across something that said, 
pray for your enemies, and pray for the people who speak badly about you. Because it's really hard to, in turn, speak bad about someone that you're praying for. And that is so true. Like, if you are truly praying for someone and praying for a relationship to get better, it's pretty hard to talk smack on them when you're praying for them. So I thought that was great. I wish I remembered who it was from so I could give them credit. Uh, But it was like a repost of a friend that reposted something, you know, so it wasn't someone I followed. All right, that's it for today's episode. I hope you got something out of it. And above all, I hope you know that you're not alone. Here's your friendly reminder that my inbox is always open. You can find me on Instagram or on Facebook at Second Wife Life Podcast. Have a great day. I'll catch you next time.